Wow. Stunner after stunner on Monday night football. The Jets in overtime beat the Buffalo Bills. But the biggest story is Aaron Rodgers' career potentially in New York ends before it even gets started. And who replaces Aaron Rodgers at quarterback? All that and more coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to all the everydayers out there. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Today's episode of PNW is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use all lowercase code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I mean, just a wild one on Monday Night Football. Speaking of mm-hmm. prize picks, I played my prize picks. Uh, I had five picks, Matt, 0 for 5 on my picks, Ooh. including uh, some over some hires with Aaron Rodgers, some more than stats, with which obviously didn't happen. The Garrett Wilson more than stats did not happen as well uh, in that one. Um, let's get to the game first because there's yes. a lot of questions about Aaron Rodgers in the quarterback position now for the the New York Jets, but uh, just unbelievable. The star power coming into this game in New York, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and it's Xavier Gibson with the walk-off in overtime. The, <laughs> the most unknown player on probably either roster. Just an unbelievable game. So many stories Uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind with Bills Jets 22 16 win for the Jets somehow over the Bills yeah really good game a lot of takeaways from this game and first of all I just wanted to commend the NFL for doing back-to-back New York home games on 9-10 and then 9-11 and having you know Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen on 9-11 in New York I mean very very cool environment unfortunately Rodgers lasted four snaps which is Horrible, tragic, et cetera. We'll talk about all the ramifications of that, I'm sure. But just talking about the game, how about this? The Bengals, Chiefs, and Bills are all 0-1. <laughs> you know, like the AFC is, you know, a, a topsy-turvy at the moment. And I thought Allen – I love Josh Allen, but he's so reckless. I mean, the way he treats his body, the way he puts the ball in harm's way. Four turnovers by the Bills in this game – or it probably, I don't want to say it wasn't, wouldn't be close, but it wouldn't have been nearly this competitive. And I put a tweet out, and with all respect to your Niners, I said, I think the Jets and Cowboys are the best two defenses in the league, followed by the Niners. And I had the Niners third just because I think their secondary is good, not great, and their schedule that last year was easier than these other two. But boy, the Jets' D was super impressive. Allen was rattled. Um, James Cook was fine. Diggs was fine. Bills D was impressive. They got some pressure and did some good things, but I commend the Jets. I mean, the toughness on defense and running the football. I've had Brees Hall on my fantasy bench just because I wanted to see more, but boy, he looks great. You mentioned Wilson, the, the receiver. What a superstar he is and an amazing touchdown catch in this game. 
I can understand why Robert Salah was reeling it in late, but man, I would have taken a shot to Wilson one-on-one, even with Zach Wilson as my quarterback. And of course, we're going to have to talk about all these ramifications. So crazy. The <laughs> So this is what happened on Monday for me. I watched the first half of the game. Aaron Rodgers is out and it's like, man, that's too yeah. bad. You know, c- call call a friend that's a Jets fan. Give him a hug. The, I mean, the, <laughs> unbelievable, right? Air sucked out of the stadium. Aaron Rodgers carted off. And I had a softball game on Monday night. So during the second half of the game, I was kind of, you know, getting some updates during the game and then went back, you know, I was going to go back to watch it uh, later. And I definitely had to go watch it later because you're getting these updates like, wait a second, what? It's, it's tied? The Jets came back to tie it in the second half? And wait, overtime? Hold on. What Walk off? What's going on? I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, I got to go watch this game now. The second half was a lot better than I expected. Um, and so many takeaways from really from both teams here. But I want to go to the Hall-Cook combination, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice in the backfield for the Jets and is maybe going to be a saving grace that they can – maybe run the ball and make some plays with some other players. If not getting high level quarterback play the rest of the year, and potentially win some games on defense and with some playmakers as they did in this one. Um, but Brees Hall chews up so much ground with each stride when he runs. And it was really cool to see him back on the field. And it was kind of like, okay, unknown where is he going to be healthy? Is he ready to go to start the season? And he looked as dynamic as he did as a rookie before the injury. So that was fun to watch seeing him rip off big plays. Absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of us looked at the Dalvin Cook signing as, wow, that's nice insurance as Hall recovers from this major injury. And Rodgers probably wanted him and played against Hall in their NFC North days. But now it's insurance for bad quarterbacking. You know, I mean, obviously it's very clear what the Jets are going to do. A two-headed studly backfield, take shots to Wilson, play great defense, and hopefully not have to win games on punt return touchdowns and overtime, but you know, they're they're not gonna blow anybody out. And both of those running backs can make plays in the passing game as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're you're a little worried about some of the offensive line stuff with the, with the jets. Like that's not their strongest unit. And then of Mm -hmm. course now uh, immediately the answer that we're going to ask a little bit later, the question is how do you replace Aaron Rodgers? What are the jets going to do now? The immediate answer is, well, you have to go in house. The only active quarterbacks they had was Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. So what did you think about Zach Wilson's play on Monday? Is and and what do you think about him going forward if that turns out to be really the only plan for the Jets is okay? QB two, it's Zach Wilson. Now you're QB one. 14 of 21 passing, 140 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Well, they obviously didn't let him play like a wild stallion. I mean, we're going to hand the ball off. It's a close game. Trust the defense. That formula we just laid out, which of course is going to be their plan. I think it's a little rough to judge him just off of that. I mean, obviously Rodgers dominated all the first team touches. Very good defense. It's not easy to play against. You mentioned, I think the Bills were better at the line of scrimmage than the Jets O-line. That might be the case over and over. But I thought he settled in and got a little more comfortable. I mean, Two or three times he tried to take like a 30-yard sack just running backwards like crazy. I mean, there's some things like that to his game that make me nuts. But 
very pivotal time in his career. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't want to see Phil in year three, right? You you need to see him grow beyond that. And look, Josh Allen still hasn't grown beyond his wild edges either. You know, you expect, okay, new Josh Allen, you hear reports, he's not going to run the ball as much, not going to, they don't want him to get hit as much. You know, it's like, he combs his hair real nice before week one, maybe even wears some spectacles. He's like, okay, I'm a good boy. And he's just wild as ever. Throws three interceptions, uh-huh. all the Jordan Whitehead. And Zach Wilson's still running around like he's at BYU. Uh, it's it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, some of it's just heredity, nature. Nature versus nurture. You can't get mm-hmm. the nurture out of these guys. And most of that's great with Allen. Most of that's terrible with Wilson. But it's got to be frustrating for a coach. Because if Allen plays this thing a little closer to the vest, they probably win the game. Okay, uh, next, we have to ask the question, what to do about Aaron Rodgers now? Confirmed officially now on Tuesday morning that it is a a torn Achilles. Aaron Rodgers done for at least this year for the New York Jets. Next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. The NFL season off and running. And Such incredible offers from FanDuel right now for new customers. Just bet $5 for new customers to get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed, no matter if that first $5 bet wins or loses, you get the 200 in bonus bets. Plus, all customers, new and old at FanDuel, who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Tons of ways to bet NFL football on FanDuel. Uh, spreads, player props. There's, uh, you know, season-long bets. You build your own parlays. The website is so easy to use. The app is easy to use. It is the best time to join FanDuel. All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Okay, before we get to the Rodgers stuff, just a, a real quick snapshot. We did this yesterday with a lot of the teams on Sunday after seeing them in week one, sort of grand proclamations. Is Are the Buffalo Bills a team that's maybe overrated coming into the year? Seeing them in week one lose a game to a team that lost their star quarterback, does that drop them in Matt Williamson's power rankings down uh, behind some NFC teams and maybe even some AFC teams, because if I'm not mistaken, they were your number. I think they're in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl favorite coming into the year, right? Now start yeah. the year 0-1, little 0-1 hole. Not a difficult hole to climb out of, but a hole they didn't want to be in to start the year. I'm not going to kill them for it. I mean, I would have liked to have seen better play with their line of scrimmage too, although I think the Jets front is awesome. I mean, I'm worried about both these teams' O-lines, to be very honest with you. The Bills haven't had a running game forever, and Cook looked good, but he's still, I don't know. I mean, if I were them, I want Jerome Bettis. You know what I mean? Like, you play in Buffalo. You know what? (laughs) His brother would have been a nice fit in Buffalo, too. Yeah, right. I thought about that as well. I mean, I thought they overpaid for Dalvin, and other teams might not want to go down that road. But that being said, um, I didn't really have a strong Super Bowl favorite, so – I took them reluctantly, and I'm not backing out of my pick. I think they have as good a shot as anybody else, but I'm not going to crush them for this. I think they're still a heavy contender. But in that division, you look around, all of a sudden, you're a game behind the the Jets and Dolphins, both of whom Dolphins look great, and you lost the head-to-head of the Jets. Yeah, it's only September 12th, but all of a sudden, you're in a bind. You know, I mean, that division's brutal. And as they say, teams will lie to you in week one. Uh, mm-hmm. Are the Jets lying to us, telling us that they're contenders 
They're in first place in the AFC East right now, even without Aaron Rodgers. I don't know about that. I mean, they th- they have them and the Patriots have the toughest schedules in the league. I don't know that they'll be able to pull rabbits out of their hat week after week. But, I mean, I do really like their running game. Garrett Wilson should be able to keep that honest. And I think their defense is flat-out elite. So, I think they'll be hard to play against. I mean, I mean can they string together 11 or 10 more wins? Eh, it seems unlikely considering who they have to play. But I also don't want to say Zach Wilson's a bust. He stinks. You know, this is a golden opportunity for Wilson. You know, I mean, he could really redeem his standing in the league. Okay, so right now we have path A, which is the short-term path no matter what, which is Zach Wilson is the Jets' starting quarterback, potentially the rest mm-hmm. of the year. So we are going to uh, do a little versus of that scenario, scenario A, Zach Wilson versus some of these other options for the 49ers or for the, uh, for the New York Jets. Um, and, you know, some quarterback trades already happen. Um there are some options maybe in the trade market. We'll start with some free agents. Of course, Tim Boyle is on the Jets practice squad. He gets called up to practice this week, most likely, and potentially some other moves now could happen. So we'll start with the big name out there. I mean, there's literally commercials about it um, all over the weekend, all over the NFL football weekend. Aaron Rodgers making fun of coming out of retirement, right? What about Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets? He was just in Foxborough on Sunday, Brady, like, you mean? Even to the fans, right? What if he's you know, in, in the division playing against the Patriots? Okay. You said Aaron Rodgers. I know you meant Tom Brady. Uh, though, Tom right? Brady, yes. Tom Brady. Okay. Brady. Um, <laughs> I hadn't thought of that, but wow. I mean, he would be able to acclimate himself pretty quick. I have one thing I would throw out just before I forget, though. So remember the Packers-Jets trade. It entailed Rodgers playing X amount of snaps this year. So now the Packers aren't going to get a first round pick in return. They're going to get a second. Like that's a done deal. Oh, now I'm so no one seems to be mentioning that. I mean, Packers fans aren't thrilled about this. They were about to get a first. So are they allowed? I'm not saying the Jets would do this. Are they now allowed to trade their first round pick because it's conditional? I mean, now that he's on IR, is that a done deal or do they have to wait till the end of the year to make sure he doesn't play 66% of the snaps or what? I'm just curious what the legal rule of oh, that is. That's interesting. I would yeah. think that they could trade it and I would, I would think. think that they could have. So that's once he's on season ending IR, he can't come off and I would think it's a done deal or contractually you have to wait until the last whistle of week 18. Is it like, yeah, or draft I don't picks know, like, you know? like escrow, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to put your first and second round pick in escrow and nothing can happen until the deal is complete. And then mm-hmm. you can use whatever you have in your account. That's, yeah, that's I don't question. know. I'm just curious. I just wanted to throw it out there because I've never had anyone in the last 24 hours talk about that angle or the Packers saying, oh, man, we wanted a first. We got a second, you know? Right, um, right. Brady's unbelievably interesting. Could he come in and get acclimated within a couple weeks and hand the ball off a lot and play great defense and be smart? Probably. I would think so. I would think he would be at very worst Zach Wilson level if he showed up and started this week, week two. Yeah. I mean, what I don't know extremely well is the money aspect of all of it, because I was going to bring up that first second round pick thing, because what if you traded for Matthew Stafford? But can you have Rodgers' contract and Stafford's contract? Can you have Rodgers and Brady? Can Brady take 
close to league minimum and just say, I want to play and give it one more shot. I'm looking at it now. The Jets have $9 million in cap space as we speak. Can they restructure people? I don't know, but they don't have a ton for the following year. You know, like I, I, I'm talking out the wrong end here about cap stuff, but you have a lot of money invested in a quarterback. Can you go get an expensive guy? I bet that's going to be tough. That's, yeah, That I think the trade part becomes more difficult because I think, you know, a team like the Rams just won week one. So they're like, oh, they're not going to trade great. Their, their quarterback today. They might in week eight if things go differently. So I think the trade market mm-hmm. gets a little bit more difficult. Not many difference makers you could get on the trade market. Be Maybe a, a backup or a, a player that, you know, has fallen out. If somebody else is Zach Wilson that you get to come in, you know, like if this happened, they could have traded for uh, Trey Lance. If this happened a couple of weeks ago, right. Mm, and they could have you know, brought in uh, another young guy to compete and just see what you have. And, you know, cause who knows there's you're one play away from not having Zach Wilson either. So you got to do, you have to make a, a roster move at quarterback. Um, so all options I'm sure being explored on the trade market Stafford. I didn't really even think about that's a, that's a phenomenal one for the jets. If you could talk, could the, the Rams into doing it. And if you could afford it, I mean, right. he's not cheap and Rogers isn't cheap, of course. And what's that would, what would, the, the the like one would have to be the Rams go in the tank now until, mm-hmm. you know, mid season week eight trade deadline, then become open to trading. And Zach Wilson is also bad, but the jets still win some games are in a place where they could go win still with a different quarterback. And you yeah. think that he could be ready and, you know, playing at a high level. I think, you know, um, as far as the, the terminology that would be a fit. I think that he would be able to pick that offense up pretty quickly. It's in the same family of, of mm-hmm. offenses, right. And some familiar coaches that have, um, that have coordinated yeah. together in the past to, with that scheme. So yeah, that's actually a really interesting one. Uh, I like that one a lot. Um, the other thing, and I have an, I have a, I have a six list name or six, six name list here of not inspiring quarterbacks, but maybe yeah. you, you kick the tires on. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is Rodgers ever going to play football again? I mean, that's an awful injury come back from at his age. Right. Are like, you planning for 2024 as much as 2023 with whatever quarterback move you make right now? That's what I'm saying. Like, And you can't be trading first round picks if you might need that to go draft the quarterback. That's why I'm having all these talks out loud, you know, and I, I wanted to throw Kyler Murray's name in there, you know, like Oof, another good, one. you know, would you be in the market for that? And if maybe he comes back in week 12 and at that point you're seven and five and you throw him into the mix or Andy's there for next year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, but you don't have a second and you might not be able to trade your first. So here's my boring list. You could call Carson Wentz right now. Yeah. You know, and kind of the, the most common name I've seen out there. He's, okay. he's available. He's played recently. He's, I mean, he's you can proceed, and I would proceed with any of these names or most of them. Zach, you're the starter, but yes. we have to do something else and we'll see how this goes. But right. you, you treat it like Zach's a starter. And of course, they're doing that as we speak. Could you trade for Tannehill? I keep thinking about him in Atlanta. Not. Not today. Not yet. That's the yeah. thing. It's yeah. not bad enough yet. What's what's rough for the Jets is they need a guy in to get him ready and acclimated to make a bigger difference in the season. If you don't make a trade until, you know, if a guy doesn't come in until week nine and then it takes a couple weeks to get going, like, does your, is your, are you still, do you still have the opportunity to be the mm-hmm. team you want to be and get in the playoffs and, and does that quarterback make a difference at that point? So that's why Very the trade tough. market's so tough here. Very tough. So 
Tannehill to me, it's I don't think they're dumping him yet. You'd have to blow their doors right. off. Same and I don't know. I, I might just roll with Zach Wilson. Right. Right. Depending right. on what it would cost. Exactly. Am I really giving up a future asset for that? I don't think Washington should or would trade Brissett. I mean, you're not out of the woods with Howell yet, and you're trying to save your job. I'm not dumping Brissett for a fourth-round pick or something like that because he might be my starter in two weeks. What about I got Matt three Ryan. other Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan your names? No. Too done. I thought he was really, really bad last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't call Ben or Rivers or Ryan. I mean, they Black were all. Uh, there's a connection, but no. I think all those guys are shot. But how about these three? I don't think they'd cost a lot. They wouldn't even necessarily come in and steal the starting job, but they would at least compete or be in the mix. Minshew, Trubisky, Jameis Winston. I like all three of those. Yeah, I mean, that makes you a better team. It gives you an option, at least. What, what are the Steelers asking for for Trubisky? If the Jets I think call. he's the cheapest of the three. Really? Fourth or fifth. Fifth mm-hmm. probably gets it done. Jameis maybe pick, a third or fourth. Veteran. Are any of those, okay, we're going to groom him to play in front of Zach Wilson in the near future? Not on the surface, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Zach, Zach, I mean, Zach could be awful. He could be the worst Zach quarterback in the league. Play out of the job more so than we're bringing in Carson Wentz to potentially start over him, and that's the plan from jump. Right, but yeah. we've also seen this guy's entire career, and he's basically been the worst quarterback in the league when he's been yeah. on the field. <laughs> True. So let's not forget that. You know, yeah. And so I, I, the difference making options are the trade options, and just none of those can quite happen yet. Yeah, that's the the conclusion here, and the rest are okay. Let's go, Zach. Let's get up, slap him on the butt. Zach Wilson, it's your time, yeah. and we're going to bring in a backup back for you in case you fall on your face. Then the tiny, tiny silver lining is you still have your first-round pick next year. I'd love to hear how that conversation goes, how long the conversation is when they call Tom Brady, because you know they got to call him. You got to call him. I mean, that would be fun. Would Tom do it for like $3 million a year? I got money. You know what I mean? I can't wait. This is I'm sure there's go, there's uh, there's going to be some news very soon on some of these things, and uh, we'll hear some reports about some calls that are being made. Um, very interesting. Not done yet. The New York Jets 2023 season, even though Aaron Rodgers' season is done due to an Achilles. Okay, next, Chris Jones back with KC on a one year deal. Some other injuries as well around the NFL from Week One. Next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by Prize Picks. If you pick the higher on Aaron Rodgers, well, he didn't uh, he didn't get you any points uh, in any of your fantasy leagues, in any of your Prize Picks picks as I picked. Uh, but guess what? You get to do it all over again in week two if you didn't win. And if you pick two or more players, you picked more or less than their projected stats, and you hit on them then you won up to 25 times your money in week one. It is so much fun to play daily fantasy with prize picks. Really simple to play. Uh, picks take 60 seconds or less. You can turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks with just a few taps. You pick two or more players, and their projected stats are there. Touchdowns, yards, and you go more or less, and boom. If you hit those picks, you win. All you got to do is you go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code Lowercase locked on NFL for a free deposit match up to one hundred dollars. 
Fantasy sports made easy. Go play daily fantasy at Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com slash locked on NFL. Code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Okay. Big news for the, the Kansas City Chiefs that dropped a week one matchup, and they don't want to drop any more with Kelsey uh, on the shelf for week one and no Chris Jones. It made things incredibly difficult for Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the team that was on the field in week one for the Kansas City Chiefs. And now they've figured something out, at least short term, with Chris Jones. It really feels like this is going to be the end for Chris Jones in Kansas City. Not able to get a long term deal done, but he will start playing this year on a one year contract with $21.25 million potentially total earned. It is a base salary of around $20 million with uh, with extra $1.25 million in incentives, though. So he's making the money he wanted to for one year. And as far as I know, there was no non-franchise tag stipulation in this. Right, Matt? So uh, who knows how weird this will get again next offseason. But for now, Chris Jones is back with the Chiefs. Yeah, my take on this is kind of like the Saquon and Josh Jacobs deal, like we're going to call it a one year deal, but we're making, we're throwing you a million or two just so this goes away and get you on the field. It's gone long enough. Nobody on either side really got what they wanted, but we just want to play. Chris Jones is, was paying $50,000 a day and missed the game check. I'm sure that was getting old. And Mrs. Jones was saying, Hey, Chris, why don't you go back to work? You know? <laughs> yeah. So, and, but my take on it really is did week one just poke the Kansas City bear? And now all of a sudden, here comes the defensive player of the year candidate storming back, a pissed off Chiefs team, and Kelsey feeling spry, and they just run the table and win it all again, you know? No doubt. And yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> teams like teams like the the Bills, teams like the Chiefs, those are really good football mm-hmm. teams. And uh you watch the tape, you 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 don't want to be, I think, the week two opponent for either the Chiefs or the Bills. And by the oh. way, who are the Chiefs playing in week two? Jacksonville. Oh, that's a good one too. Playoff yeah. rematch, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's going to be a tough one for the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to play the Chiefs next week. That's for sure. No, no, I don't either. I mean. Uh, what do you uh, what do you think about these other injuries that happen around the NFL? What are the biggest ones? I know there's a couple in Pittsburgh, too. Two bad ones in the, for the Steelers. Neither are super long-term, but they're going to miss time or several weeks are the, are the things that are being thrown around with Cam Hayward who's incredibly important, and Deontay Johnson, who's quite important. There are some okay replacements, but Hayward's a massive, massive loss. I mean, probably the biggest strength of the team is the defensive front, and him and Watt make that. They're definitely the straws that stir the drink. And you look at, you know, they're hosting the the Browns on Monday night here, and all of a sudden, if you're 0-2 in this division, you could be in big trouble. And I have a crazy stat that I bet you know, but Blew me away doing finishing up my Niner Steeler research. So last year, every team after they played the Niners, the, the game after they played the Niners lost. Owen 15. The only there's there's two exceptions. Whoever they beat in week 18 didn't have another game, so that didn't count. And the Chiefs had a bye the week after the Niner game. So if you played the, the week after getting your butt kicked, basically, by the Niners, you're lost. You were 0-15. First time in NFL history. So doesn't bode great for my Steelers that no. you got pushed around. 
And now you lost two of your most important dudes and you're playing the Browns that are flying high. You know, like, ah. Sneaky fantasy play next week. Calvin Austin. He's a fun player. Yeah. I like him. And uh, he ended up being the leading receiver for the for the Steelers after Deontay went out. Yeah. And what they did with him is instead of taking Robinson out of the slot, Allen Robinson, and moving him to Deontay's spot, they just made Calvin a direct replacement for Deontay, which is exactly what he did at Memphis. Everyone looks at him like he's a tiny little dude. He was an outside-the-numbers real receiver at Memphis. Uh, I saw something about Kenny Pickett, not to spend too much more time on this uh, the Steelers game, but he, early in that game, the, the first yeah. series, he got slammed to the ground, and, and he had two concussions last year. Do you think that played a part in, in how – because he missed guys. When I was watched that game back, he was really bad. Really, really bad. Like, And accuracy is his thing. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't hit a broad, broad side of a barn. I wrote an article about it today, you know, like, Deontay, you watch the All-22, Deontay's open a ton. I mean, there's a lot of receivers open. Of course, the whole town wants to kill Matt Canada. I mean, fire him. Yeah, yeah. They were, of course. You know, they, but, they wanted to run him out already this offseason. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that he's a star. But Kenny was a double eight. I mean, Kenny was horrible in this game and I retweeted it. Dave Damashek. I'm sure people know who Dave Damashek is, but he's a noted Steeler Homer. And he actually does some stuff with us on Steelers.com showed a clip that I retweeted or X or whatever of Kenny's head slamming into the turf very early. And he was really bad from that point on and wasn't great before, but it was really, really early in the game. That would be his third in like a year. That's, I don't know which is more concerning as a Steeler fan that, Third, third concussion, or that he was a terrible football player, in that or game. that he's just bad. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Which one's better? Yeah, like do we want to explain the badness away because of injury, or do we want our quarterback to have a bunch of head injuries? I don't think either is particularly great. Um, you had a couple other injuries that that you have uh, pulled up. Yeah, there. what were some of them? Um, Marcus Williams, a, right? Marcus Williams has a peck. He's going to miss significant time. We talked about Dobbins. You know, all of a sudden, the AFC North is a bloodbath. We talked about Dobbins. And two of their best linemen, Linderbaum, the center, and Stanley, the left tackle, are both highly questionable going forward. Uh, Jack Conklin, the right tackle for the Browns, too. It's like all these AFC North people just beating each other up is out, I think, for the season. But they have that monster from Ohio State that they like, Dwan Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks good. He's going to be plug and play. Absolutely. Steal of the pick. And uh, the thing with him was, does he love football? And he's like, I'm trying to tell y'all I'm not going to. Sure. When I was a kid, I wanted to play in the NBA, but I'm a professional player right now. And I was you will go watch the Ohio State tape. And I was good. And guess what? You watch Mm -hmm. the preseason tape. I'm still good. So uh, they might have got a steal in a a starting caliber player right away there in Cleveland. And he gets TJ Watt on Monday night here. So welcome to the That'd big league. To, uh, yeah. he, gets, he gets first time starters at right tackle in back-to-back games to start the year. So um, yeah, he look out for the, the stat book filled up from TJ. Watt. TJ. All right. Fantastic yeah. stuff. Um, mailbag tomorrow, folks. Get, get those in for yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear what your best option is for the New York Jets at quarterback. Unfortunate news for Aaron Rodgers done for the year at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL, whatever questions have come to mind now after one NFL week of the 2023 season, you can drop a question in the YouTube comments as well. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast, Matt and I back tomorrow, Peacock and Williamson.